I don't know if I'm in the minority on this or not. You can add us, Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's what they say. Adding somebody when you tweet at them or Insta or Facebook message them. You can add us on those platforms because I would consider this one of the more underrated weekends of the sports calendar. And I forgot to mention, I've got plays, by the way, for the men's lacrosse Final Four. Um, Duke, you know, they were, what, 4-1 to odds? entering this tournament, which I thought was kind of ridiculously low, and Notre Dame and Virginia were both the favorite to win this thing. They were kind of the co-favorites, even though they have to play each other in the semis, and Duke obviously doesn't have to play either one of them. They get Penn State, and Duke is now the heavier favorite over Penn State. So I've got that one in pocket, and then, uh, you know, recommended to my buddy out of state, Virginia as well. So we've got those two right now, and, you know, I would probably say that's the best bet, although Virginia gets up a goal or two. Can't really do this in Virginia, but if you're out of the area, you can. Um... That as well. I think we're in for a treat, though, when you listen to that 1145 airtime tomorrow on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. But underrated weekend in sports. It's one of those. And look, this is not the start of football season, high school, college, or the pros. It's not March Madness. It's not bowl season or the NFL playoffs. But you got the NBA playoffs with a real tension-filled game six tomorrow night. You have NASCAR, the Coke 600, the capper of the three event Sunday French Open starts high school playoffs are in regionals are finishing up with regionals and heading to the state tournament so to provide his own perspective as he so eloquently always does Jermaine Farrell WFXR sports director back with us in the fast lane Jermaine is Memorial Day weekend and this one in particular one of the more underrated weekends when it comes to the sports calendar well, first of all, Ed, I appreciate you giving me time as always. You do a good job on your show, and it's always a joy to be on it. Really, I mean, there's so much that's going on when you look at this weekend. Uh, obviously, I mean, when you look at it from a college sports standpoint, you have lacrosse, UVA making a run in the Final Four. And I saw on their Twitter handle, they said, hey, we only hang up championship banners. We don't hang up Final Four banners. And the program at UVA and Lament Lacrosse has been second to none, one of the best over the last few years. Lars Tiffany and his crew, they've done a great job. You know, here in Salem, you know, in the Salem area, we have the women's Final Four in Division Three. They'll be actually, they got started today. You have that going on. And, of course, you have a plethora of high school playoffs, a great battle in lacrosse since we're keeping with that theme taking place over at Bogle tonight. You have K-Spring, the top seed in Region 4D, taking on the EC Glass Hilltoppers, two programs that really have been strong when it comes to lacrosse. Of course, the winner of that gets an opportunity to host a state quarterfinal. Both those teams are in state, but of course, when you get to these regional finals, it's all about seeding, and if you win it, you get to host, and your path is much easier when you get to host games versus you go on the road. That's a big one coming up at six. A plethora of other high school sports, when you're talking about the softball, and you're talking about baseball and lacrosse and soccer, all those regional tournaments are rocking and rolling as we speak. And then uh, another neat thing, we look at the racing aspect. I mean, you've got to have a Formula One race over in Monaco in the morning on you know Sunday. You have the Indy 500. Kyle Larson is, is uh, going to race in that. And then you have the Coca-Cola 600, which they honor our military, which is great that they do that. And so you really have a lot of going on then, like at the college level. Again, you have the high, you have college uh, baseball tournaments that are going into you know conference tournaments. You got the women's college world series. You got Lynchburg, who picked up a big win today in the division three uh, super regionals, beating Shenandoah. 
uh, over at Bank of the James. So, yeah, it's it's a lot going on. And I wouldn't say it's underrated. I mean, people still talk about it, but there's so much going on, you know, Ed, with these teams and these sports. And, of course, you know, covering it in, in the manner that we do, we do a great job with that. But, yeah, it's busy times, and it's fun to have something to talk about all these things. And then you obviously have the NHL playoffs going on, the conference finals the Stanley Cup playoffs, you have the NBA playoffs, the Boston Celtics trying to make a run. Boy, I, I think I've I think I've run it all. I think I got it all in that I can think of. <laughs> you did. There's a lot, though. I mean, we did, and we, we forgot. We did our votes of confidence before you came on, and then that's why we did the lacrosse topic before you joined us, and that's because we forgot that there's so much that's going on right now when it comes to sports. It is a fun weekend. I mean, you know, this is one that is, I would say, I would like to you know say yes. I, I believe in that. It's underrated in terms of what you get. Um, uh, the bigger picture point, before the action itself that we get, into del- get to delve into, I want to get your thoughts on this because we appreciate your service for our country and obviously you're a military guy, but what does this weekend mean for you? And in particular, you mentioned NASCAR. What does it mean for you watching the Coca-Cola 600 on Fox, obviously your network uh, with Fox 27 WFXR. What does it mean for you, though, when you see that and the chance to blend um, a couple of your passions and what you've done for our country with what you do now covering sports? Well, you know, the thing is, I mean, I also do a, a segment called Veterans Voices every Tuesday at 10. And a lot of people look at Memorial Day. They say, what's the official start of summer? Because, you know, everybody goes on vacation and do these things. But Memorial Day, it's a time to honor our fallen men and women who were in uniform. And I obviously honor the ones that wore the uniform. They're still with us, are currently wearing the uniform. And, you know, freedom isn't free. And the opportunity for all of us to go and and watch sporting events and do everything, you know, having a cookout or whatever else, that's not free. That, 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 people pay the price. You know, I paid the price, you know, wearing the uniform. So many people have done so much so we can have our freedoms and our liberties that we have. And, you know, if you know on that Monday, if you're out there eating a hot dog off a grill, also take time to remember the men and women in uniform, those who have served, those who made the ultimate sacrifice, because that's really what Memorial Day is all about. And, and that's the time to take that and, and do that. And, you know, it's a great thing when you, you know, being a military veteran, I say this to people all the time, you know what a veteran really wants from people? Hey, when you go up to them and you say, hey, thank you for your service, that means so much to a military veteran. I mean, it touches their hearts, touches our, our soul, and and that's the thing, you know, saying thank you, because without without the men and women wearing the uniform, guys like myself and women like myself, myself and all that, you know, if that doesn't happen, you know, you know, you don't have the freedoms you have today. Well, and we do thank you for that because it's something that is easy to take for granted and lose sight of. And it is why we get to have days like Memorial Day to recognize what you and those that have served alongside you in different branches of the military mean for this country. So we, we certainly appreciate that. Um, the, the sports itself, when you see a sport like NASCAR, and they've got maybe the steepest tradition in terms of sports, in terms of recognizing the military does that resonate with you differently since you've served? What does that mean for you when you see that? And, and I think what's, Ed, what they're doing is so special. They, they're putting on the windshield, uh, you know, men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice, who paid the ultimate price uh, serving. And 
they really take it seriously. Like this whole bus, they Charlotte the Motor Speedway have a Mission 600, and what they do is they have NASCAR drivers. They go to various military installations in the area. You know, a couple weeks ago, I was down in Norfolk, and uh, we had Joey Logano down there, and, and it was a special thing. And a lot of these drivers, they get a better appreciation, a stronger appreciation for what the men and women do. You know, being on a naval ship, you know, and, you know, you're in tight quarters, and you're doing all those things, and there's so much you have to do on a, sh- a military ship, and, and, and things like that. When, you know, a civilian who gets an opportunity to see these things, they get an understanding, they realize you know, hey, there's so much that goes into it. I mean, you know, Joey Logano made a good point, or not Joey Logano, but I'm sorry, uh, Jesse Awuji, who we did a feature on him. He's a he's the only guy that's racing in NASCAR. He does it part time. Him and Emmett Smith, the legendary running back, they co-own a team in the Xfinity Series. You know, he's the only one that's actually in the military. You know, he's the only one that's actually whether it's a reserve or active or whatever, and. It gives people an opportunity, those these NASCAR drivers, to see what it takes, you know, to be in the military and give them a little taste of it. And I think if more and more people got the opportunity to see that, they would understand that, hey, you know, the military is there. They don't ask why we're doing this. They just do it, and they make it happen. And, and, and what NASCAR is doing is awesome. You know, and, and I think all the professional sports leagues, they, to some extent, they honor the, the the men and women in uniform, and you know it's special that they're doing it on this weekend, and they're taking time. Like they 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 stop the middle of the race, and they do like a a tribute that way. So it's really special, and, and kudos to NASCAR and the Charlotte Motor Speedway for having the Mission Six Hundred program. Yeah, it's really neat to see that, and and just to to be a part of that as somebody who observes it, and you know you mentioned all the the various things that can be done to just take a moment to recognize what's happened. And, and again, we thank you, Jermaine, for your service as Jermaine Farrell of WFXR, a military veteran, and of course the sports director at WFXR Fox 27 is with us here in the fast lane. Jermaine, um, the action itself this coming weekend, do you get into all three of those races? Does NASCAR strike the greatest nerve or chord for you because it's what we cover locally, not to mention obviously the military stuff and, and the tributes that they've outlined um, or do you kind of, or are you the type of guy that wakes up early Sunday and watches all three of these? You know, the, the biggest thing about these races, I mean, when, you know, growing up as a kid, I mean, really it was the, I remember, and this was interesting. So the Indy 500 was really the big race. I mean, that's what everybody focused on. And I remember time it was on tape delay. I mean, you didn't watch the, which is crazy to think about nowadays, but for years, that race was on tape delay. Like, they would air it late at night. You didn't watch it live as it happened. So it would be like 8 o'clock. I remember ABC would air it. They had the rights to it. NBC is right now. But that was when you thought of racing, that was the race. But then as time progressed, NASCAR's popularity has grown. So you have the Coca-Cola 600, which is obviously a big race, the longest race on the NASCAR schedule. But then another level to it, Ed, is you have now the F- uh, Formula One series. So – they're racing in the morning over in Monaco. So it's like an all-day racing affair. You have all those things going on. And, you know, it's it's kind of like they've kind of taken that holiday. I mean, when you look at – you think of all your holidays. I mean, you think of – you think of, you know, the 4th of July kind of has a baseball feel to it. Uh, when you look at, you know, Thanksgiving, it's, it's the NFL. 
you think of Christmas as the NBA, but the NFL is trying to horn in on that and take it as their own. Uh, when you think of like January the 1st, you think of the college bowl games, you know, and all that. So when you look at all the holidays, usually there's a sporting event or a sporting time frame that people associate and link to. And obviously Memorial Day is a big racing day. But really, Memorial Day weekend, again, you think about, you know, they really put the spotlight on a lot of sports, you know, the, especially at the college level, you know, with the these sports which we mentioned earlier. So, it's, you know, it's it's a good thing. I mean, obviously, like on a Sunday, I go to church, and then, you know, I, I'm not a big Formula One guy, and I think it's Formula One's more of an international passion. And even, you know, when you look at, you look at the Indy 500, it's kind of international, but you still have a national feel to it. But the Coca-Cola 600, NASCAR racing, and NASCAR for years, it was more regional. It was more in the southeast. But then as time progressed, NASCAR has spread throughout the country. And so it's really become like America's race. I mean, in Indy 500, I mean, hey, they, if you win, they ask, okay, what kind of milk you want? I mean, you know, if I, if I won the Indy 500, I'd want chocolate milk because, you know, I can't drink the white milk regular way like that. I need chocolate milk. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they, they ask you that. And, and I think if you're lactose intolerant, they give you something else different or whatever, But which is, you know, from the dairy area of Indiana. But it's such a special time and, and really, you know, to, to, to include the military in that, which is the holiday was set up for that anyway to honor that. It's really neat. So, you know, if you're a sports fan, you're not really lacking for anything at the high school, the college, and even the pro level. you got a lot of options. No doubt about that. We have a lot of options and ways we could continue our conversation with Jermaine Farrell of WFXR. So the direction we're going to take right now are high school playoffs. And you get to this time of year. Um, Lacrosse is a sport that's captured our attention. We know the tradition of baseball and softball in our area, whether it's Lynchburg or the Roanoke Valley, and certainly soccer in this region as well. Give us two or three teams that have piqued your interest the most. Maybe they're favorites. Maybe they're teams that are on improbable runs. Who's captured your attention in a good way? You know, it, it's tough because there's so many good teams. But, I mean, I look at teams like I, I look at like an Appomattox softball, for example. They're going for their third straight state championship. You know, when you think of Appomattox sports, a lot of people might think of football, but that softball team has been pretty strong. Uh, you look at uh, Eastern Montgomery girls soccer. I mean, they're they're going for their third straight state championship as well. Uh, Auburn is going for a, a, a three-piece themselves in, in soccer and in softball. Uh, Auburn's been strong in their baseball. So you, you got a lot of programs that are trying to make their mark. Those are some of them off the top of my head. I mean, recently North Cross, they just won their third straight VISAA Boys Lacrosse Championship. They beat VES in a local battle for a state championship. So you, you really have a lot of teams. Those are some of the ones that kind of – I will tell you this: it was a it was a big upset. Amherst uh, softball. I mean, they were knocked out of the regionals early, so they're they're done for the season, and they've made you know big runs over the years. So those are like some of the programs, like off the top of my head, that you know you look at you say, "Wow, these these are really big time teams." And the thing is, is that there's so many spring sports going on, you know, with in tennis too. Don't forget that. So it's it's really a fun time, and yeah, the opportunity to go out there catch some regional action because it's it's top shelf stuff, and it doesn't get any better than when you have teams. You know, hey, it's an opportunity to to play and get an opportunity to play for a state championship, and 
And and that's the fun thing. I mean, when you win a state championship, it's so special and and it's so brilliant that you can go out there. And the neat thing about a lot of these players is your school is all out. So all you're focusing on now is just the sport. It's kind of, you know, the school year's over. And if you're still in the playoffs, hey, that's all I have to think about right now. I don't got to think about a class right now. I got all I, and even at the college level too, all I have to think about is playing ball. And that's a neat thing. And it's, it's very interesting to see how these teams shake out. But, yeah, those are kind of a couple. And if I'm missing some, my apologies with that. Uh, and like I said, there's a lot of good teams. I mean, Glenberg, girls soccer is looking strong. So there's a lot of strong teams. Uh, Liberty Christian looking to repeat as baseball champions. I mean, they did that as well. So a lot of teams out there looking to repeat and, and win a championship, and it's going to be a fun time seeing if these teams can make it happen. Oh, it will be a lot of fun, and we look forward to it just like we always look forward to our chats with WFXR's Jermaine Farrell. Jermaine, thank you for your time, and more importantly, thank you for your service that allows us uh, to enjoy this weekend. Well, Ed, I appreciate you, and, and like I say, I know your hair keeps growing. It'll, it'll probably be all the way down to your feet <laughs> one day because you – you got the locks flowing, my man. I mean, that, that's hair envy for some people. So there you go. Thank you very much, Jermaine. Much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for your kind words. It's always great to be in the fast lane with Ed Lane. Well, thank you for the kind words. Jermaine Farrell with us here in the fast lane. That does it for us today. W226BG Timberlake, WVGMAM Lynchburg, WMNA, Gretna, Danville, Southside. Now it is time to go live.